I stand in the kitchen and stare at the moon with a PB and J in my mouth. You butter the bread and gaze with me too. You will wait for the sun to come out, and I have no doubt in the morning the flowers will sprout. Hello. Hello. Welcome, um, back. welcome back to the Celestia Sisters podcast. We're so glad to have you here again. Um, and today's episode is really cool because it's autumn and we're going to talk about autumn. Yeah. Our official title is Autumn Celebration Inspiration. Yes. Autumn is, I think, my joint favourite season. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think so. Um, joint with joint summer. With, for mine me. is joint with winter. Yeah. And basically, we just love autumn. It's so um, cool. And when autumn rolls around, we get very into it. Yeah. And do lots of autumn things all the time. It's like autumn is a lifestyle. Like when it comes around, like you, you fully invest in being autumnal, like no other season. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. It's so like enthralling. Yes. And there completely. are so many things you can do to get yourself into the autumn spirit. And we love doing them. So we, we thought do. maybe you might like to hear about these things and you might want to try them for yourself i hope so. so because i feel like autumn is that season that's really like witchy i don't know it's yeah, the witchiest season definitely and anyone who's into witchy hippie spiritual things likes autumn because it's cool it is cool <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's quite like witchy i guess um and Woo. so yeah today we really just wanted to get stuck in talking about cool autumnal things because there's so many cool witchy things you can do at this time of year like such a huge range and obviously anything you do is completely valid we might just give you some little prompts or things to think about in yep. this episode so, so we're going to include autumn symbolism yep and then activities spells rituals you can do um some info about the sabbats that are associated with autumn and around autumn time and then we're going to talk about why we love it so much and expand on what we've been talking about already yeah so i really like this topic so we hope you enjoy and i guess we'll get stuck in so before we get too much into all the actual practical things, we just wanted to talk about why we think autumn is so important to us and everyone else. Um, for me, it really marks like a transitional time of year. Like spring is also incredibly transitional, but I don't know why, but this one really just sticks out to me. It feels really important in the wheel of the year and it has a lot of quite like deeply rooted pagan symbolism for me and I really when when it's autumn I, I really connect with that side of myself and I I feel like in like full witch mode in autumn it, like it brings it out in me I, I don't know any other way to explain it it's just a, a wonderful season and like I said it's this like transitional time between summer into winter and the world is just so beautiful at this time of year I know it's very basic to love autumn leaves and we all talk about like white woman's Instagram tiny pumpkins which will be my Instagram this year probably <laughs> but um it's just the best and the earth goes so so pretty and I don't know how you can not appreciate it. And another thing that I like about it is it it gets colder, but it's not too cold either because I'm really bad when it gets really cold over winter. So it's like the kind of cold that I like where it feels chilly and cosy, but I'm not like freezing my toes off. So yeah. I am struggling to add anything to that. <laughs> I don't even, yes, I agree with all of that. The transformation yeah. that comes at autumn, I have... I spend so much time 
just like looking out the window and looking for the trees turning and noticing new flowers and transitions and how the sky changes um mm. and that makes me feel really deeply connected with nature yes. i think it's one of the most obvious seasons where you can see the change yes, so, it's so easily i feel like it's such a visual season 100 percent, because you go straight from the wham bam green and colors of summer yeah. to these autumn browns and oranges and ochres and all of these beautiful fabulous warm colors kind of like huggy colors oh there's such a warm hug 100 percent. and then we also have things like candles of course you yes. have so many more excuses to like candles and have blankets and hot drinks and all mm. of these comforting wonderful things um and then again the whole witchy sense i yeah. completely agree with you Winnie. it's such a witchy season it is the it's season spooky of the witch. season spooky season um and that is so fun to have that around you to help yeah. you get in to your practice and like feeling like you know a broomstick yes i was gonna say top hat but it's not a top hat. <laughs> also another note for me mabin was the first sabbat i celebrated and i've heard that from a lot of people that it's been like the first one they got into because it's quite like Either either um, Mabon or Sawan were the first ones they ever celebrated because it's like it's the most obvious ones. I don't know. They're witchy. Yeah, or, yeah, I think yeah. so. Because Sawan is very similar, to, yes. similar to Halloween, yes. possibly, and also yeah. because Mabon is the bringing of autumn, the first yep. like few days. So that's kind of easy to understand. Maybe, yes. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So you kind of have like. A, a, like a starter sabbats anniversary yeah. every Mabin, yes true <laughs> that's awesome they're like starter sabbats yeah. kind of and I, I feel like a lot of people really find their craft in autumn and i think that that makes it such a special time of year so if you're just finding your craft and you're finding your feet then really try and embrace it this autumn because it's mm. such a great time of year for the whole it. world is supporting you to yes. be a little bit witchy right now 100 percent. so yeah autumn is just fabulous here we're going to jump into the meanings of autumn. So what it means to us, what it means traditionally in a pagan sort of witchy yeah. sense and what it really symbolises yeah. in terms of the earth and yeah. all sorts of yeah, things Yeah, so like what, it, what it means sort of ecologically, I don't know whether that's the right word, but like it, like what it means in terms of the changings of the seasons yes. and the uh, the um, connotations and references that come with that, I think. So um, first thing Holly put down is the death of the goddess in paganism. So if you didn't already know, the wheel of the year, um, so the sabbats and the way that the pagan year works follows like the story of the god and the goddess and like the, sometimes he's called the green man or the horned man is the god. The horned and, god. Yeah. And the goddess is often like called different things at different time of year. So sometimes she's like the May Queen in Beltane. At other times she's like the the fruit goddess. She the changes goddess. according to the time of yes, the year and the affiliation with the earth. So autumn is sadly the death of the goddess. <laughs> <laughs> what it is is um, the morning of the abundance yes. of fruits and vegetables, and well, not the abundance of it, but the growing of it yeah. of the of the spring of the plants and really it's morning but it's also gratitude taking in everything and the goddess goes for a rest and she dies i suppose is the word but yeah. she doesn't really die she it's not like back. a proper death because she has a no. rebirth pretty soon later <laughs> and if you would like to know more about the sabbats our next episode yes. after this one will be all about the first four sabbats and we're going to go into the whole wheel of the year so look up for that one yes, if that interests you for 
the next episode um so the next thing on the list is harvesting the fruits of the earth so as we talked about all the life and growth has finished but we are harvesting what we have gotten from the summer beforehand so if you didn't know this already um there are three harvests in the year or in the pagan year um and they are marked alongside the sabbath so lammas is the grain harvest um, then you've got Mabon, which I'm pretty sure is the fruit harvest. I never get this one quite right. And then there's Sarwin, which is the berry harvest. Obviously, in each of those, they harvest more than just those things. Grain, fruit, and yeah. berries. <laughs> but that's the <laughs> that's general the association. Yeah. So autumn is a lot about the harvest and celebrating the fruits of the earth and the things that have blessed us throughout the brighter months mm-hmm. and... It's like we're like we're little squirrels now and we're collecting, we're collecting all our nuts and, and putting them in a little preparing bag. for winter. Yeah. <laughs> Along that lines, I've written eating the light, which might make some sense to you. If it doesn't, what I mean by that is that the sun has been helping the crops to grow for the entirety of summer and now we're taking in that nourishment and that, you know, physical light that has been embodied in the fruits and this is when we're eating it and being thankful for it and really experiencing the incredible gifts that came yes. throughout the summer. So it connects again with the harvest bit in the way that the sun gave us the harvest and the, the, the sun and the light is intrinsically within the harvest. So by consuming that, we are consuming the light and we are celebrating that. In a bunch of different mythology, not just pagan, but other ones, there are various different sun gods that are celebrated at this time of year. Um... I can't remember what he's called, but there's a there's a few little ones that I researched the other day um, where they basically at this time of year more at the beginning of autumn but sort of midway through autumn as well you celebrate the the life of the sun god as he goes to rest until next year. Awesome. Our next point is rest. Rest, so rest, rest. <laughs> everything is it's not blooming it's withering down it's going to sleep for the autumn for the winter everything is resting after a long spring and summer of growing and harvesting and one of the ways that we use the wheel of the year and why it's so important is to look at the world and see what it needs and then translate it to ourselves so as the world rests and goes to sleep give yourself time to rest you've had a busy summer running around enjoying yourself (laughs) now bring it down calm peace yes balance balance is a huge thing especially in association with mabon which we will talk about later but allow yourself to have this time along with the earth you don't have to be really energetic all year everyone needs rest yes so if you if you were looking for a sign to be a bit more restful within the seasons and within the natural cycles of the earth this is the core time to rest so if you need to take a little bit more um time for yourself and you need to just be a bit more restful and you you need a sign to just take it down a notch then this is your sign (laughs) just give yourself give yourself a bit more space give yourself more time let yourself process things because I know a lot of us have had like either a busy or a chaotic summer or lots of things have happened I hope you've all had great summers but sometimes you just need a little time to sit back and I know that that can be kind of difficult um when you know people are going back to work or back to um college or school or uni and all of that um so it will get busy at this time of year but make sure in yourself that you're just taking a little step back you know you're not hurling yourself headfirst 24 7 all year round 
our next thing following on from this is gratitude gratitude is really important at this time of course it's important all of the year round but right now just as it is primary time to rest it's a primary time to be grateful for this summer Mm. for the abundance of the earth for all the flowers and the animals and the sun and this beautiful beautiful globe um and just all the blessings you have in your life as you wind down just be thankful for what you've experienced what you've got that's always a lovely thing Mm. to practice so a little thing i wanted to add here is i've actually done quite a few gratitude rituals lately i don't know why it has just felt right at this time of year and i think it's just because because it's autumn and it feels right um but if you wanted to try out doing a gratitude ritual this is just an idea that i've tried but i write down on a piece of paper everything that i am currently thankful for well not everything because there are a million things I could be thankful for but the things that feel particularly relevant right now and even if it's just really small things like I I put down I'm thankful for water and I know that sounds really weird but water is my favorite drink and I love it so much and I love washing and cleaning myself in water and I'm just so grateful for it water yeah so I put down I'm thankful for water and so you can just write down things like that on a sheet of paper if you want to write it in a particular color pen to have a particular association you can and then on the other side of the paper I wrote down everything that I want to be thankful for in the coming months so making it a bit more like manifesty and prosperous um but I I sort of wrote down things that I hope for the future and then I hope in spring that I will be thankful for that has already that has happened if that makes sense Mm. so it's quite like a reflective activity um and then once you've done that I just fold it out really small and you can either just light it on fire just yourself or I threw it in a fire and sort of watched it burn away into the universe and i i threw some herbs in alongside and i made it into an, a whole thing but you don't have to do that just the act of writing down what you're grateful for and then burning it away into the universe can be really powerful that sounds like a really really effective powerful yeah as you said ritual yeah so and a brilliant thing to do if you want to do that then it's also nice because it just it just makes you feel good like sometimes i think as humans especially like our younger generation we can be quite pessimistic and cynical which i think is a great thing in many ways because you know there's a lot of things about the world we need to call out especially as the future generation we need to change things and make the world's better place but at the same time i think we forget what there are there is to be thankful for in the world Mm. and so just it's very hard to get overwhelmed by all of the terrible things that are happening Mm. that we need to fix yeah but there are still lots of good and it isn't bad to recognize the good even though there are a lot of problems and a lot of people who don't have that much it's still okay for you to be thankful Mm. for what you do have yeah that's such an important point that you know sometimes i think especially as activists we we embrace ourselves in trying to make right all the wrong things in the world but sometimes you just need to be sit back and and be grateful for the things that you do have and how lucky you are and that's okay you know okay you're allowed to be thankful. you don't need to feel guilty or anything for that you're allowed to have great things in your life you know and you're allowed to be grateful for that and i think it's also just a really like an honest activity to sit back with yourself and actually think about that and you know i thought about a few people who i'm particularly grateful for like holly holly was on my list was I? <laughs> yeah you were <laughs> so just 
thinking about who you're grateful for as well can really be a good practice because it just sort of brings them closer to you in your mind and it just sort of makes you appreciate humans because some humans are good they're not bad very raucous world of running around and not stopping and hustle culture yes taking a couple of minutes capitalism Capitalism. (laughs) wait we mean we don't like capitalism we don't we don't mean that we like capitalism but yes um, <laughs> right we've talked about this topic for yes. a while should we move Moving on, on. Um, so taking care of yourself and the earth as the light dwindles is the next point Holly put down that and I've got to say I really love the word dwindle it's an excellent word dwindle <laughs> dwindle spindle. dwindle that's really fun to say yes it dwindle, is dwindle. but do you want to explain what you sort of felt with so, this point um, what I mean and I'm going to put with this checking on your friends and family What I mean by this is that we are transitioning from the lighter, happy, you know... Yeah, jolly. Jolly months to the darker months where it is very, very real for a lot of people. It can feel a bit sad. Yeah, Yeah. that's a real thing is that it affects lots of people negatively. There's much less light. There's much less flowers and Mm. things like that around. So check on yourself. Check on your friends. Check on your family. Just make sure everyone is okay and if they're not that's also fine if you just want to be there for a bit to support them along Mm. and support yourself of course because you can't support others if you don't support yourself and sometimes it's not even about just talking to people or or trying to get things out of them just being with people and being alongside them and sort of being that stable present energy in their life can just be a good and powerful thing by itself so it, it doesn't even require that much exertion or, or effort all. it's just it's just a little thing that you can be more conscious of and it's always good to check up on your friends and family so that's an all year round True. thing <laughs> but you know if you want to think about it particularly now it could be a good time to be more conscious of that and i think that is pretty much all of our things yeah. that we associate with autumn. We need to have anything else to add. Um, well, preparing for the winter months, like yeah. properly. Like we have vaguely yeah, said that, but like but yes. like properly doing things that prepare yourself for them. So, Get out your jumpers. Yeah, for me, I make sure I've got a decent wardrobe because I get very cold. So yes, she I does. Always need to have many layers. I'm a I'm a fan of layers. So even just practical things like that and making it into a little ritual, like getting out your slippers and mm-hmm. and you know hanging up your favorite jumpers and putting things around your house that start to make it feel more cozy and inside. Because not only do we transition through this in seasons but we also sort of transition from being much more outside based to much more inside based i feel so Definitely. sort of welcoming your internal uh interior space again is important i would also just add to that finishing whatever you've been doing in summer any projects or goals things like that that you have letting them be wrapped up letting them go starting afresh new autumn goals and not hanging on mm. to where you were in summer and letting yourself be in this new phase of life is also something to practice yeah so sort of parking the things that you were doing in summer i mean obviously there are ongoing things but if you had particular projects you wanted to finish up or particular things you just needed to make sure were finished and and parked now is a good time so that you can start preparing for newer things for the darker months if that all makes sense 
So the next section uh, that we'd like to talk about is basic autumn symbolism. So this is not rocket science. It's like, it's not that hard, but we wanted to just talk about things that are associated with autumn and maybe some of this symbolism that you can start to bring into your home or bring into your life to make you feel more autumnal. And if you are somebody who does spell work, then you can also use a lot, start to use a lot of these elements in your spell work on your altar things like that yeah so these are all really important elements if you want to start doing actual autumn practices and that kind of thing so this bit is geared at helping you sort of form your own rituals and spells by giving you sort of the ingredients if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so you know if you enjoyed this bit let us know and we could try and incorporate more similar things into upcoming episodes um but quick mention before we start is that anything that you associate with autumn is correct like we're giving you what we associate with it but if there's anything your association then it's valid so don't feel stressed to fall into the box we're giving you we're just giving you some ideas so so to start off with we have things that you probably already know but are still very important so fallen leaves Mm -hmm. dried leaves acorns crunchy leaves crunchy leaves orange ones yes brown ones acorns pine cones are always brilliant i love pine cones did i tell you on this podcast my fun pine cone trick where you can put um essential oils in them you can rub them within the grooves and then the uh pine cone will hold the smell and so you can use it as like a um potpourri potpourri or whatever it's called potpourri, yeah, yeah. And so you can just have it somewhere as decor, but it will also smell really good. That so is a brilliant tip. It's a great trick. You can also burn pine cones as incense. Uh-huh. They I smell good. I love doing that. They smell really good, but they do release a lot of smoke and are a bit yeah. like bitty. Yeah, they so, crackle a bit. Yeah, they yeah. do. And they drop lots of ash and things. So I would say maybe do that in a bowl. Like yeah. don't waft it around your room. And be careful where you're doing it as well. We don't want you guys saying anything on fire. Yes, <laughs> no fires, please. <laughs> Only fires on candles Health and in fire. Safety. Health and safety when witchcrafting. We are safety. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so next one, pumpkins. Of course, I love pumpkins so much. Just pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpins. pumpkin. Um, and, and other squashes. squashes and and to cook with and to have around yeah. the house and to make... Uh, what are they called? Pumpkin lanterns. That's not right. Carving... Jack-o'-lanterns. Car- no, but that's the American word. Pumpkin... I don't know. That's really carved weird. Carved pumpkins. Just carved pumpkins. Pum- pum- no, but there's a word for it. Carved a pumpkin. Isn't that not the word for it? Oh, gosh. But that's a phrase. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but pumpkins and other squashes, there's a bunch of different funky different squashes that you can get in all shapes and fun, sizes. Fun, funky and fresh. Also, and and pumpkins fun. don't just come in orange. They come in lots of cool and wacky colours. Yellow and I green love and white things. pumpkins. White pumpkins. They're so cool. If you haven't seen or been around a white pumpkin before, I um, definitely recommend doing it. So thumbs up to pumpkins next one i've written oranges weirdly um for me oranges seem much more christmasy but they are an autumn thing i was gonna say oranges uh, seem summery <laughs> so i think oranges oh, are just a year-round just thing oranges yeah. maybe not spring oranges that doesn't seem quite no. right but oranges are still good they work 
Um, and they are they do have a heavy association association um, with autumn, especially like wild orange and orange scent goes in a lot of Yum. autumnal things. So yes, big big hype up to oranges. Um, next one I put down was the cornucopia. So if you don't know what the cornucopia is, look it up because it's kind of hard to explain yes, <laughs> without it's looking like at it. A big horn with fruit and things. Yes. So it is <laughs> it is a symbol. That's the main thing that it does. Some people make an actual cornucopia for the house which is a lot of dedication um some people make it out of like willow like wicker um and i think that looks really cool or they just get a pre-made one and then it's like a big horn that's filled with fruit and it's like so filled that it's all falling out the front and it's got like apples and pumpkins and all of the autumnal related things um it's also called the horn of plenty sometimes um and it symbolizes abundance and the harvest mainly um it comes up a lot in Greek mythology. Yes. So in Greek mythology, Zeus was originally raised by a goat goddess called Amalthea. I think mm-hmm. that's how you yeah, say it. Right. Um, and she was the nourishing goddess. And when Zeus was growing up with her and playing with her, he accidentally snapped off one of her horns. I'd be really annoyed if someone snapped off one of my horns. <laughs> um, and so he snapped off the horn and it grew into the cornucopia, like it became the cornucopia. It's an endless... Um, it never stops. Things never stop coming out of it. So it, it's like Mary Poppins' bag. What you ask for from the cornucopia, um, it pops up and it just comes straight out for you. If you ask it, then it will come. And it's like an endless magical thing. And it comes up in a lot of other Greek myths, not just the origin no. story. No, but it is just super cool to look up and think about it's at this cool. time of year. So, yeah. Then we have... One of our favourite things, <laughs> candles, candles, wax melts, in autumn scents, all of yes. these pumpkin spice, all apple-y, of the wax, and a cinnamon yes. give us it all. Melting everywhere, yeah. wax stains all over Dr- your house. Drop. No fires though, please. No, be careful with the flames. But Can't go wrong. Wax is amazing. I just love wax so much. We, yeah, wax. Yeah. Wow, we can make a whole thing about wax. I think wax. soy wax is my favourite. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Is it that? Like, it's like soft soy wax. Yeah. It's like, it's like hug vibes. It is, it is. What's your favourite kind of wax, guys? Do you know what's fun to have with some wax? What? A warm drink. Mm. Some tea. Well, you wouldn't drink the wax. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't drink the wax. You can stare at the wax while drinking drink the drink. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I just had a triple cinnamon tea. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm. I think it was from, it was Pucker, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, I recommend. So, hot chocolate, chai, uh, tea, coffee, yes. anything. I think drink it was called... It three cinnamon because it has like three different kinds That's of cinnamon it. didn't even know that there were different kinds of cinnamon there are actually a bunch honest. it's madness yes. um but it was very good wasn't it it, it was it, amazing it made me very happy i had it with some honey yes. it's in this really cool mug and it was like big and brown and red and it was like drippy um it <laughs> was like wax awesome vibes, vibes. <laughs> wax yeah. yes wax um, vibes. i recommend getting yourself a big mug and drinking cinnamon tea in it and watching a candle burn absolutely nothing better yes i don't know if that counts as autumn symbolism it is definitely autumn symbolism (laughs) what else would it be i mean we could have put it in the activities section to Uh, be honest but uh, never mind um conkers is another one whack some people with conkers they do have conkers in other countries don't they because i only ever hear british people talking about i don't know i don't think they do I think it must be a native tree here. Yes. So I can, is it a horse chestnut tree? That's Possibly. right, isn't it? 
I don't but think yeah. I have it And in else. other in America, they call it fall. I wanted to mention that. If we've been oh, calling it autumn we this did, whole time. We did write that down and we didn't yes. say it. We're numb to you. So in America, obviously you know what autumn is, but you know, this is a fall episode. Yeah, so well. we do have some American listeners. We, 15% of our listeners are American, that's which is crazy. Mad. And we don't know any Americans, no. so that's really cool. <laughs> if you're an American listening to us right now, thank you. Yes. Um, just in case you didn't, quite no we were talking about we're talking about fall happy fall woohoo it sounds weird to say fall yeah it really does. doesn't sound right in our accents right in our English no, accents. no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um so next up on the list is seasonal fruits and veg so apples pears squash nuts stone fruit pomegranates grains pulses etc 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 cook yes. them eat them stare at them yeah all of the above voila i've got a beautiful pomegranate wax melt it's Lush from Luna and Lux. Can I smell it, please? Yes, I will give it to you you to smell. It's great. It's Persephone themed. Oh, of course it is. It's stunning. Um, so colours that uh, have autumn symbolism are red, orange, yellow, brown, black, white, dark green, and gold. So the colours that you would expect. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, anything that is within that warm tone. Just look up autumn colour palette. It works. Yes, anything within that sort of area of colours. Um, as someone who appreciates colours in art, I think the colours of autumn are probably the best colours of any of the seasons. I think they are the prettiest, in my opinion. Yay for autumn colours. Yes. Also yay for animals. Autumnal animals. We quite like animals. I quite love a animals. Lot. Yes. So, squirrels, owls, badgers, foxes, hedgehogs, yeah. field mice, bats, yeah. spiders. Yeah. All of the animals autumn a lot of yeah. my favorite animals lie under the autumnal symbolism that's literally association. true bats bats spiders, spiders hedgehogs hedgehogs basically sorted that's it yeah pretty you much you are autumn animal gal. yes i am um and then herbs and spices so there are the obvious ones that you probably thought of like cinnamon cinnamon, cinnamon is the number one autumn smell and spice and herb it couldn't not be um nutmeg ginger and clove you probably would have expected but also wild orange like we talked about earlier um aniseed or star anise fir like from fir trees yeah or and like pine needles yes pine needles um marigold or calendula whatever you call it uh bay so bay or laurel leaves is another good one sandalwood is another and apples right, so apples, those technically yeah. aren't a herb but they're kind of used as such in witchy things so you can you can dry them and make the cute little apple circles i have those yes. i actually bought them because i couldn't be bothered to dry them that's valid but, um they're real cool they're on my altar and i made like a string yeah i made a, I made a garland it was great Aww, that's so i cute. recommend making a garland i'm gonna say that later but yeah. it's really fun and really yeah. easy so you can have them dried or fresh and they're just amazing on we move to Autumn spells, rituals, and activities. Is this section number three, possibly? I think so. Yeah, section number three. So, autumn spells, rituals, and activities. So, all the, like, before we've sort of named the things associated with autumn and what autumn means, but now we're sort of talking about how you can practicalise that, how you can actually use it. Everything you can do other than drinking cinnamon tea and staring at candles. Yes. And those are also on the list, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> so, pretty obvious one again. We're going to start with a nature walk. This is the main thing in my Pretty opinion. much. You'll yeah. see that written everywhere. It's very common to go on a walk. It's not anything innovative. It's just 
go on a walk and yes. look at the trees and appreciate the earth and say hi to all of the little things. All of the little things. <laughs> and, and bring them back. Take them home yeah, with you. Yeah, if you want to collect some leaves and acorns and pine cones for all your various burning and yes. incense oiling needs because that leads on to the next point i wanted to make is make an autumn themed altar if you have the time and if you have the space um you can go and collect all of these things and you can make an autumn altar purely out of things that you've collected from the earth definitely add a couple of candles and you're sorted what's on your altar at the moment um, i've got pine cones and i collected like a bunch of like because grasses they're still there but they've all dried up i've got loads of like seed heads and dried grasses that i put on there also crab apples and rose hips are very abundant at this time of year so i added those in um and I think that was it for what I collected because I did see a lot of fungi, but I didn't take any of them home this time because I wanted to leave them because I didn't have a set use for them this time. Um, but yeah, make yourself an autumn altar. It doesn't have to be a big deal. You could even incorporate it into an altar that you already have. So yeah, that's Definitely. just a fun thing to do. If you don't have room for an altar or just something to add to your altar, you can make an altar jar. Yeah. So... If you've been following our Instagram, you might have seen my little story post about the altar jar that I made. It was actually for the Sabbath Mabon, and I used a recipe from Wiccan Tips. At Wiccan Tips. At Wiccan Tips, yeah, which is an amazing account and very useful. So informative. Like, if you are looking to start in a Wiccan journey, or even not a Wiccan journey. Yeah, I'm not Wiccan, and I can practically use all of them. So it's not very, like, Wiccan-centric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's brilliant, and I had so much fun making that jar, I put in um, dried apple, some nuts and dried leaves and some other things that I've forgotten, Um, things I found in my garden, I think. And I had a lot of fun and it's sitting on my altar in a little jar and it's really cute. It's gorgeous. And anyway, point was you used the Wiccan Teeps recipe and you posted a picture on your story and tagged them and they reposted us, which was really cool. Yeah, that was really fun. We were a little bit in awe. (laughs) Thank you, Wiccan Teeps. Yes, but yeah, that was just a cool little tip. Um, Next one is cooking with seasonal vegetables or seasonal herbs. That this is quite a traditional one again, but obviously autumn is the time for vegetables because it's all just been harvested. So there, there is a lot of abundance. Great at this time of year, it is warm. It gets you in your house with your mm. family, maybe if you want to um, <laughs> to cook nourishing things, yes. and it's just fun. And you can make soup and you I like can. Soup. You can make soups and like stews and like casseroles yes. and yum pot dishes. It's just a great sounds warm good to me food time of the year. It's very cozy. <laughs> and then along with cooking. Baking! Winnie's written bake with three exclamation marks. It's very important to bake in autumn. It is very important. Um, You've got things like cinnamon, apple-y things. You can make pies, pastries, cakes, fruit breads. Yes. All of it. Yes. Along the same lines, baking, Mm. yes. One of my favourite things to eat at this time of year, well, really to eat all time of year, but specifically this time of year, I buy like this little loaf. So it's like smaller than a normal loaf, but it's cinnamon and fruit bread and I toast it and I either put butter oh, on I it love or Nutella on it and it's so good yes. it's just gorgeous especially at this time of year so it's just filled with like raisins and is that the one in the purple packaging yeah I think so Where, is that Warburton's yes 
It's so good. If you don't have time to bake cinnamon fruit bread, just buy it. It's, That's also acceptable. It's amazing. Um, if you don't have a Warburton's equivalent in your country, they might sell it. But if they don't sell it anywhere, then you can look up recipes. I don't think it's too hard to make, actually. You could just knowledge. cut some holes in some bread and put raisins in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it quite works like that, but the sentiment I is there. I honestly don't know what you're on about. Uh. The sentiment is there. Um... Cut some holes and sprinkle some cinnamon on the top. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, but still in line with our cinnamon theme, is cinnamon hot chocolate. Yes. This is actually coincidentally something that we've both done. Yep. Um, you just make hot chocolate and then you put cinnamon in I it. I make it really strongly cinnamony and it's great. So I do about six, 70% hot chocolate powder and 30% literally How much straight cinnamon up cinnamon. do you have in your house? We just have, like, a big jar of it. I think so, I need a bigger yeah, jar because yeah. I only have, like, that much. Oh, no, you need more that's cinnamon. Not enough, that's, like, one jar for you. <laughs> She's showing about, like, an inch. Is yeah, that about like, an inch? I don't know, like, an inch and a half. Yeah. Two inches of cinnamon. That's not enough. Get more. Right, Winnie tells me to get more, so I'm going to go get more. <laughs> that's on my shopping list now. Oh, yes, 100%. Along with cinnamon tea, actually. Cinnamon tea, yep. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from cinnamon mm-hmm. um gratitude journals so as we mentioned earlier with the gratitude ritual just generally journaling your gratitude and having your perhaps your book of shadows along with you if you don't know what a book of shadows is perhaps go and stream our book of shadows episode it's real fun we had a lot of fun recording it yeah and we, we did. like book of shadows we do excellent episode um so yeah just have it with you have it there to record our next point, I'm not going to say it because we've already talked about it, but it includes candles, okay? Yes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, light candles to bring the light inside to you. So it's sort of more spiritual than just lighting candles. Use them as a way to sort of focus your spirituality and, and when you light them, stare at them and feel that golden light come inside you as, as well. As the light outside dwindles, bring the candles to you. 100%. <laughs> that is my motto for autumn. Um, Next one. I wouldn't say this is particularly a ritual or particularly witchy, but it felt necessary to have on there. Um get cozy get in all the comfy clothes sit down with many a pillow and watch some decent netflix yes, or a decent tv program fav- winnie is very very passionate about yes. it being a decent program yes because you know sometimes it's just that time of the year when it's cold outside and you get snuggled up and you just watch a tv program that is like really intense or like just so good and you're just sat there you're loving every moment of it and you're just completely enthralled in this program and it's just great because sometimes as much as I love an easy watch sometimes you just want to be completely enthralled in a program and I love that feeling so yeah (laughs) um in kind of just summarizing all of it is anything restful that brings you calm and balance as we talked about earlier that's so important Mm. right now any activity that really brings you peace which is going to be unique for everyone that yes. could be a question to ask yourself what brings me the most peace yeah that's actually something the pattern asked me the other day and Did i was it? like interesting if you don't have a pattern definitely get the pattern it's such a cool app yeah it's an astrology app but it's not really astrology. it doesn't actually mention it, astrology no on it it gives you like details and insights into your life and the cycles yes. of the world and through the astrology that you plug in at the beginning it's pretty cool it's a great app so yeah anything restful and cozy is brilliant next point on our list is a little bit more complicated but making a besom so this has got very traditional witch vibes if you don't know what a besom is it's how you'd imagine a witch's broomstick yeah so it is the specific type of broom that isn't just you know uh 
bristle, bristle yeah. on the bottom, like yeah. the modern sweepy type. No. It's the one with like a wood stick a big, and then thick stick and then yeah, round the bottom yeah. like twigs. That's specifically what a besom is. Yes. Yeah. So obviously you could actually use it for practical things, but a lot of people just have it as an item in their home and they can use it to like spiritually sweep away things. As yeah. Well as... Get rid of old things yeah. and freshen up a bit. Sometimes people just have like. Yeah, people have tiny ones to use yes. for rich work because yeah. having a huge broom in your house that yeah. you aren't actually going to use for normal cleaning yeah. that's made Might of be twigs a bit impractical. isn't very, yeah. For a lot of people, that's not going to be a normal thing. Also, making that is a bit hard. Yes. But if you do have room for that, that's awesome. I have a tiny pencils, pencil one, so it's a pencil with twigs on the end. Oh, <laughs> Very exciting. Is it literally a pencil? Yeah, that's I, will, really I will show it to you later. Yes, please, I'll amazing. post a picture on the Instagram, perhaps. <laughs> um, so yeah, making a besom, you can buy one or you can make one yourself. It can be mini or full-sized and it can be adapted to whatever intention you need, really. Um, I tried to find a good website on like actual instructions on how to make one. Um, I found one at www.lunas.com <laughs> grimoire.com slash making dash a dash besom slash so i will definitely link that somewhere at some point but www.lunasgrimoire.com slash making dash a dash besom slash <laughs> there you go look it up um beautiful it had really good instructions on how to actually make one practically so i don't know about the rest of the website but <laughs> that page was really good brilliant Similarly to making a besom, making any sort of autumnal yes, art is, this is pretty great. Probably one of my top ever autumn activities. Um, pressing leaves, um, making prints of frottage or frottage. Um, it basically is printing. It, okay, I'm going to try and explain it. You have a piece of paper and you gather leaves or um, anything sort of natural grasses and you place them on the piece of paper and then you put another piece of paper on top and then you take something like charcoal or um, pastel or like just a, a thick bit of pencil or graphite or whatever and then you rub it over the top and you mm. get the patterns of the leaves like the veins and stuff they lift through that's really fun and i used to it do it in really art cool. i didn't know it had a cool name yes Fro- frottage or yeah frottage frottage i don't know i'm I only... gonna call it frottage <laughs> i used to do fun. it i used to do it before i did a level art and then i only learned what it actually meant through doing a level art so <laughs> um you can also do spore prints if you haven't done a spore print before highly 110 percent recommend i love spore printing um if you go out, gather some mushrooms safely. Um, they don't have to be any particular mushrooms. Most of them have um, a cap and like a stem will do the job. And you take them all home. You cut off the stems. I don't know whether that's the technical term for the the stem part. And I then cannot you, help you there. You place the caps gills down on a piece of paper, and then you can leave them for like fifteen minutes, like all the way for hours and then you pick them up and the gills would have basically dropped their spores from the inside and they create these amazing delicate looking prints and i will post some on the instagram that's remember to really post these cool things. but they just look amazing they make their own natural prints no ink needed and it's just fabulous i love it another thing you can do with mushrooms 
is get ready for funky shroom season. <laughs> yes, so I had to add this on because late October, mid to late October through till all of November is when you start seeing the really cool mushrooms. So even if you don't know much about mushrooms, you, it, you know, like yourself, you don't know the technicalities and you don't know what's what, you don't have to pick them. You don't have to take them home for anything. You can just look but at just, them. But just going on a foray, so if you don't know, a foray is when you just go looking for mushrooms. You don't go looking for a specific mushroom because of going foraging is when you're looking for something in specific. There's a lot of mushroom terminology in yeah, the world, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Um, wow. So going on a foray is just generally looking for mushrooms. So go on a foray, go out, find some. You might be able to find some field ones. Take your friends. You might be able to find some wood ones. If you have a friend who knows a lot about mushrooms, it's very helpful. Thank you, Gio. You're yeah, right. if you want, I was about to say that, if you want some mushroom inspo, <laughs> yeah. um, our friend and lovely artist who made our podcast, uh, podcast yes. Yes, is... Uh, a very avid yes. mushroomer. Yeah. So if you want to go check out their story, they tend to have a lot of mushroom-related um, things. Their Instagram is geodity, as in like geo and oddity, but the O is like a zero. So it's G E zero D D I T Y. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think there's an underscore in there somewhere, isn't there? No underscore anymore. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, I hope you're okay with us yes. recommending your Instagram, Geo. But, but we, we've done it anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. Um, next point, hang garlands of dried fruit. Make a wreath with leaves and things, apples, wooden things. I took an afternoon to do this a couple of days ago and I decorated my bedroom and my altar and I hung up leaves and I made a lime, orange and apple all, all dried mm. um, garland and it was so fun. I just got some gardening twine and made little holes in the middle with a toothpick and thread them on and it's hanging on the end of my bed and it makes me really happy. Aww. So I recommend decorating your house with all sorts of autumn symbolism and it will get you really into the vibes. Yes, yeah, so start bringing autumn in in whatever way works for you and if you don't want to like bring like actual like fresh nature inside this can be a good alternative bringing in like pre-dried things or wooden things and you can just make it a bit more autumn aesthetic without going too ham, you know? Next is the favorite thing of mine that I have done so far this really? season. Yeah. Um, so I made this up. I don't know if people do this, but <laughs> this is something I did. I found it really potent and I'm going to recommend it to you too. So it may be a little bit late now, but collecting the first rainfall of the season was something I did um, this month. I actually did it at the beginning of September instead of after Mabon or on the day mm. of Mabon, which is officially the first day of autumn according to the wheel of the year but i was so in the vibes and in the spirit that it felt right to me to do this in september so the first rainfall of the first few days of september i collected and i left a bowl out all day and then at the end of the day i took it in i put it in a jar i blessed it i labeled it and now and i asked it to bring me autumn blessings and luck and now what i do is when i'm doing spell work, ritual work, or I'm just cleansing something, I'll take a little bit on my fingers of this water and I will use it to bless or cleanse whatever I kind am Kind of like holding. how you'd use moon water. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In a similar Very sense. much like that, except it just really symbolises 
autumn vibes autumn spirits blessings for the next couple of months and i found that really really cool and that it just so sits cool. on my altar and so even if it's a bit late to do that now you may be listening to this next autumn i don't know when you're listening maybe to this. or <laughs> i don't know first snowfall of winter yes, or something perhaps. um but whenever you know snow. we hope you find that useful whenever you listen to it so yeah um also folklore this is a folklore thing um folklore says that if you catch a falling leaf before it hits the ground um particularly whether that's near the beginning of the season then you should carry it with you in a book or in a wallet for the rest of the season and blessings will come to you from mother nature herself mm-hmm. it's like an so. old witch witch law folklore traditional mm, thing. i haven't i keep trying and to do this like but it. i haven't actually seen any like seen a leaf fall (laughs) i am looking everywhere for it one time it one fell and i was so close to catching it and then i didn't and it made me really sad Uh, but (laughs) i have not actually seen a leaf fall yet so when i see one fall i've seen a single one fall i've seen them on the ground and like orange on the trees but, but they, the trees haven't from... gone they haven't properly started going yet they're still that's quite true green, the they? ones that are down are like going in i think it's partly bits. because here in england at the time of filming we've had like a really hot september yeah it's very odd um we didn't have a very hot august no at all. it was like really rainy and 18 degrees and then suddenly we go into september and it's like 22 degrees every day yeah so... we've, we've had like a, a very weird mix it's like two thirds really hot and a third autumnal yes it's very very strange yes. but as much as i'm a huge summer fan i am on autumn mode and i'm kind of gearing on the slightly chillier weather yeah it's like why is the summer still here yes. like we love you yeah right we, now this is autumn now right now at time of filming it is like 20 degrees celsius so like that's that's not a not an autumn temperature <laughs> nope um but yeah so start trying to catch the leaves when they start falling and when the trees start going because that's a cool little tip <laughs> another thing to just throw in is maybe you want to make an autumn protection jar mm-hmm. because it's a new season we're going into the dark months where things get harder if you want to renew your protection have something on your altar then a protection jar is a really good way to go to help you get through the tougher months of the year yes um a traditional thing you can do in autumn is canning foods so this is incredibly traditional because like years and years ago when you wouldn't have access to supermarkets all year round you used to have to can the foods that you grew in the summer to be able to preserve them and use them over winter so if you feel down from making a jam this would be a great time to make a jam and can it because we love jam yes jam is great i love strawberry jam i actually hate strawberry jam i hate strawberry jam i love i just hate like it's just bad it's so weird i love raspberry jam that's one of my favorite foods no, I don't like raspberry jam. No, strawberry jam is so like it's too sweet, uh-uh, but like it's not it's good the best. flavor sweet. It's, it's the like, best flavor. Uh, you guys are gonna have to vote: raspberry jam or strawberry jam. Raspberry jam. Raspberry jam. <laughs> raspberry jam is really easy to make, by the way. You just get the same ratio. Is that right? I think it's the same ratio, but yeah. don't take my word for it. Please double check. <laughs> of raspberries and sugar, and you put them in a pot and you boil them up, and that's literally it. It's nice. amazing. Yeah. With water? No. You don't. Nope oh yeah wow yeah exciting i know Um, and then the last point that i put for this section is donating to charity so like we mentioned earlier um autumn is a lot about giving thanks and that kind of thing so donating to charity can be really really important at this time of year to make sure you're giving back especially things like food banks at this time of year i think are really important as the you know the months are getting colder i think it's really really essential 100 percent So the very last section for today is we wanted to give you a quick 
overview of the autumnal sabbats um next week's or next i don't know when it's going to come out it, i think it'll be next week yeah, probably next, week. next week's episode will be focused on the sabbats we're gonna do we're gonna split them up so we're not gonna do them all in one yeah we're doing two episodes so yeah. next week will be um starting from Samhain it will be about Samhain, Yule, Imbolc and Astara but we just wanted to give you a little bit of overview yes. on the Sabbath Mabon and Samhain which are the, the particular autumn, autumn ones Sabbaths. Yes. yes so a quick overview um Mabon the date of it changes every year I think it ranges from the 20th to the 24th I think, I think that's so, the bracket yeah. um this year it was on the 22nd yeah um and obviously that changes every year it is the second harvest as we mentioned it is the official start of autumn it's the autumn equinox it symbolizes gratitude and balance in the world um it's associated with apples pomegranates nuts squash all of that vibes you know what i mean all the vibes yeah. yeah so it is the sabbath that officially welcomes autumn says goodbye to summer and that is when the start of autumn yes. is and we thought that was really really important to mention of course it's already passed this year but we in our second sabbath episode we will be talking about that because it is the last sabbath in the wheel of the year yes then sawan which is spelled Samhain, yeah, but it's pronounced it's Samhain, um, is we're gonna of course go into a lot of detail into it next week but it's the 31st of October which you will also know as Halloween, yes. it's very similar to Halloween and it goes along the same themes, it's the third harvest and it is often called the thinning of the the veil Yes, so it's about honouring your ancestors and the dead and welcoming winter and just Halloween vibes you know, yes. which is pretty cool <laughs> so those are pretty prominent in autumnal witchcraft yes. pagan things and we just wanted to mention them yes so those two like holly said are pretty central um but as we keep saying we will have more of a proper talk about it next week but they are quite key to celebrating autumn because a lot of people yeah a lot of people put their autumnal celebrations around those two sabbats like they kind of work with them because they are similar but they also are quite different as well so there's sort of a, a key separation between early autumn and late autumn by having definitely they're sabbats. quite far apart and they they are different yes. which is really helpful 100 percent. so yeah so we've neared the end of today's episode it's been quite long (laughs) yeah we've rambled on about autumn for a long time but i think it was necessary and i think it matched the chill cozy vibes of today's episode so Mm, i hope you have been listening to this in a bit of autumn mode with some Mm -hmm. cozy things and drinks and candles yes i did a poll on the instagram the other day and it was about a 50 50 split because i asked would you rather listen to a podcast on a nature walk or at home in bed and it was 50 50 so was it if you're enjoying this on a walk or if you're enjoying it in bed um we hope you're having a good time yeah either way um (laughs) thank you for listening uh we'll be back to you next week hopefully with the sabbath episode um and we just wanted to end on a question we've actually got a couple of questions first one mentioned earlier please tell us what you prefer strawberry jam or raspberry jam this is a vital question it's really we need important. you to tell us it's really important instagram go yes. anywhere right now <laughs> send us an email <laughs> <laughs> the another question that i asked earlier just is just for you to reflect on is what brings you the most peace yes so if you want to have a think about that 
Yes. Yeah, so, and a last question. We're gonna have three questions today to fit them in a fit them in a rule of three. Is what are you currently grateful for? So, as we talked about gratitude a lot earlier, I thought it would be good to leave you off on a note like that. You don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to report it to anyone. It's just really about internally reflecting on what you're particularly grateful for at the moment. It could be something really big. It could be something really small. It's just a good activity to do. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. You get in that autumn mood. You snuggle up. You drink something with cinnamon in it. And you burn some incense. (laughs) And to answer our own question we're grateful for you yes for listening. we are that is answering our That's own question really nice of it you. is thank you and if you made it this far great work <laughs> so have <laughs> we a good... will see you next week yes bye bye have a good day we love you bye bye and i have no doubt in the morning the flowers will sprout